Let me get on my knees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa, daddy. <laughs> Is that the one I got you? Yeah. Oh, nice. I want to try the flavor because I got. Okay. I think it's up there. The one you like. <laughs> that one. Um, Are you looking yeah. for the other white claw? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot we drank them all already because we're alcoholics. Hello, I guys. Know, it took us an hour. It took us like two hours, honestly. Yeah, because I got here at eleven thirty. <laughs> but guys, guess what? We I are, got here. We are here in person. We got two mics, one for Sarah one and for, for Kristen. Uh, yeah. uh. Oh. These <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> are Kristen and Sarah, your lovely hosts for the Red Rum and Red Wine podcast, the podcast where we talk about murder, a mystery, and mishaps. And if you could not tell, hi. Here are two of them. We're mishaps. <laughs> yeah, we fall into the latter, not the not the earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was gross. <laughs> um, we're like five watt claws in. We're celebrating. It's been like months. A few months. I mean, but we've never recorded in person together, so it took us two hours to figure out how to not do it virtually. Yeah, and... Um, <laughs> audio sorry if it's bad or different i don't know yeah but sorry sorry but you know what we're fine you're fine we're all fine so what are we talking about today all right well i haven't done a spooky story yet so i thought when in rome baby i'm here in our hometown in texas and i thought i'd kind of do a (laughs) semi-local paranormal story. Nice. All right, so today we're going to be talking about the old Yoakum Community Hospital. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, because a lot of people don't like hospitals just when they're functioning. There's, yeah, (laughs) there's there's like some uh, old... A same asylum, whatever in San Antonio, yeah, but like all the yeah, all the teenagers here are like, oh, you gotta go to it, and I'm like, no, 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 no. no. So oh, I'd love to. Oh yeah, you could go by yourself. <laughs> you know, we could go. Never mind. I'll mention it later. Okay. Old Yoakum Hospital. Oh, I'm so sorry. So it's it was called Old Yoakum Community Hospital. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry if I just call it Yoakum Hospital or the hospital. Um, it's just kind You're of a long, name. yeah, it's a long name. We're so. tipsy, we don't want to say the full and name. I, <laughs> so, Old Yoakum Hospital is an abandoned hospital in Yoakum, Texas, and it has revealed itself to be kind of a paranormal hotspot to those who have visited it. So, first I'm going to start out with just a little bit about Yoakum, Texas, just so we can get a little bit of a picture of the setting here. Yeah, never heard of that place before. Well, you'll hear of the area. Okay. So it's located located in south central Texas. 
Yoakum is a few hours east of San Antonio, kind of in between here and Houston. It's central between, like, San Antonio. It's, like, in between the triangle of San Antonio, Austin, Houston. Got it. So it's, like, over here. Okay. Well, if you're looking at me, it's, like, over here. Like, yeah, yeah. that way. Like, if I'm looking at a map, like, that way. We've probably, like, driven by it on a highway or probably. something. Probably. I just went... Yeah, know. you... I, I, yeah. I just went to Brenham. On the I don't way, know if that was... Near. I think... Ugh, Brenham... It's, like, It doesn't go that far. Out. Yeah. But it was probably on the way. Near. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Yoakum was originally built on government-granted land in 1835. It was a part of the trail drives. <laughs> What's that? Exactly. So, <laughs> back in the day, I guess, uh, people would, there was a, tra- a trail where people would uh, take cattle. Oh, oh, like the Oregon Trail. Dysenteria. <clears throat> but I don't know if people were, like... Dysenterious? Like, moving in wagons. Oh. I think it was, it was just a... You know, I probably should look more into this, but I was like, you know what? You know what? Um, what do you expect from this podcast? <laughs> Basically, cattle such as longhorns would travel on this trail, I think, to either just get transported for sales and drop-offs and, you know, to just, there's a certain trail cattle took to get okay. places. Like, no, I get that. By human. Uh, yeah. The, it's, uh, like, whether they... you're cattle transporting trail. them, selling them, buying them, they're going to travel some way, yeah. right? So this was the <laughs> <laughs> trail that they used. Okay, yeah, anyways, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Not anymore of what we don't know. Well, they didn't have like the big old trucks that they Yeah, exactly. They don't yeah. have fucking cattle trailers. Yeah. Well, so. Back in the old days. Back in the old days. Uh, so you We come... gotta get our cattle on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yoakum was kind of a stop on this uh, trail drive, so cattle would often gather there. There is like a resting place, I think. So, anyways, uh, it's so much harder to hide the white claw spills when you're here in person. It's okay; you don't have to hide them because it's gonna happen to me too. So, Yoakum didn't boom until the San Antonio and Aransas Pass Railway was constructed in 1887. Oh, nice. Right, so Yoakum is at, like, a certain point on the railway where it's, like, a crossway or something, or a division, and after the railroad was introduced, the town was officially named after Benjamin F. Yoakum, who was general manager and vice president of the railroad line that I just mentioned. So, uh, good... <laughs> don't try and hide it you might as well just like wait for a pause and i was trying to wait like... for a pause but then i accidentally got my finger too oh, far yeah. under and it and then i was like i just gotta hey, go for it no shame in the game here just, no, like, what is it no no flaw in the claw or what is it <laughs> no laws when you're drinking claws <laughs> that's the one. Oh god except when Drinking and driving, there are laws with that. Oh, yes, of course, of course. (laughs) Drink responsibly. (laughs) See, White Claw, you can sponsor us. Please. We promote White Claws. Responsibly. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Please email Red Rum and Red Wine (laughs) podcast at gmail.com for inquiries. Yoakum was and is considered 
a very rural and smaller town. Yokum is also just kind of fun to say. I know. It's, um, it's I don't like know if you want to say how it's spelled or I can spell it. It's Y-O-A-K-U-M. Yokum. Yokum. Yeah. So even though Yokum was, you know, kind of smaller and stuff, um, by the 19th century, the town decided they needed a hospital to serve the residents. You know, like, who wouldn't want such a place? So this is when we get into Old Yokum Community Hospital. Um, but before it was Old Yokum Community Hospital, it was named something else. The land and money that made the hospital possible was donated by a local named John Huth. H-U-T-H. Mm-hmm. And the rest was covered by the city, but um, John Huth donated the majority. And so it was originally named Huth Memorial Hospital. It was opened in 1922 and started as a 13-bed facility, so not huge, but, you know, it kind of grew eventually. And when it started, it was owned and operated by the city of Yoakum, and it was run by lay people, which I didn't know what that was either, but according to Kristen's face, she doesn't know what it is, and I definitely had to look it up. So according to dictionary.com, a layperson is either someone who is not a member or clergy or someone who is not a member of a certain profession, in this case, for example, medicine. Oh. Um, but I don't know ex- specifics on the lay people that ran the hospital and oh, what no. exact positions they like I don't think there I'm were random of, people pretending to be doctors I think no I kind of so for a recording that we're doing later I don't want to give too much away but yes they were kind of describing how uh like midwives were not the same as like doctors right. yeah yeah was well like, okay have you ever watched call the midwife on Netflix no. Watch it. I think my mom has watched it. So I've, like, seen clips of her watching it, but... So this story kind of just, like, reminds me of that show, and you'll see why in a minute. And mm. it kind of also reminded me of the layperson thing, because there are pe- different professions and different positions, even though it's ran... Okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. After the local economy started to slip in the 1930s, obviously due to the Great Depression... The hospital was one of the many businesses at the time who could no longer support itself. The Huth Memorial faced closure unless it was taken over by a private organization. So this is when Blessed Sacrament of Victoria and the Sisters of the Incarnate Word took over the management of... Wait, because you're not... No, you'll say it later. Because... Just wait. (laughs) I know, you're gonna say, I know what you're going to say, but just wait, because... <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Good thing we're in person for this one. <laughs> uh, uh, and, uh, My college was incarnate word for those who don't know why I'm freaking out. <laughs> but, yeah. Because I actually did graduate from college, guys. It just took me a while, you know? Like, I know I dropped out, but yeah. No. Uh, don't worry, I did graduate. It just took me a second. Um... Incarnate Word took over the management of Yoakum Hospital in 1933. 
So the hospital started to grow a little bit. It went from, you know, 13 beds and started, um, you know, expanding a little bit. It found funding, which definitely created opportunity for major expansions. So they had two different expansions, one in the 40s, one in the 60s. And um, eventually, you know, the hospital was a three-story or with a basement. I don't know what you consider that, but three-story building that offered, you know, Mm -hmm. different services, not just like 13 beds for the town. But by the 80s, the hospital started to struggle more financially. Um, Also in the 80s is when Huth Memorial Hospital was reformed as Yoakum Community Hospital. Uh, This is when the current Sisters of the Sacrament stepped down from the two I mentioned above. And it was taken over by the Sisters of Charity of the Incarnate Word, San Antonio. Okay, Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) I know them. (laughs) (laughs) But even after the expansions I mentioned and the upgrades, it was pretty clear that the hospital would never reach certain standards. Mm -hmm. So the hospital's fate was obvious, and it was forced to shut its doors. But by 1997, a new and upgraded Yoakum Community Hospital would open, obviously, in Yoakum, which would make the former location abandoned but still remaining. Okay. So... The story I'm talking about is about the old Yoakum Community Hospital, not to be confused with the new and still operating one. (laughs) The new location kept the name. um, Obviously, again, that's why the the abandoned one, I was about to say the haunted one, the abandoned (laughs) one is referred to as the old. So... As I mentioned, it's abandoned, and it's been like that, sitting rotted since the 90s, 1990s. As I mentioned, this is a spooky paranormal story, so I'm sure you're wanting to, like, get into the spooks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm ready to debunk these spooks that you're about to tell me. I don't know. Um, I'm going to kind of describe some of the paranormal experiences that people have had at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So people have described a very heavy energy, such as obviously vibes in general, but people have gotten nauseous, felt like they're going to pass out. Mm-hmm. They get tingling in parts of their bodies. People have described the feeling of constantly being watched or the feeling of a constant presence, kind of like being stalked or yeah. even just someone kind of constantly touching them Mm -hmm. evp voices such as moaning screaming and children's voices and i don't know i feel like anyone who's listening might know what an evp voice is but it's when otherworldly voices are recorded on different kinds of of equipment and evp stands for electric voice phenomena so just fyi (laughs) People also experience cold spots. They hear footsteps or feel the presence of them, you know, like someone following them. They see apparitions or dark figures. People have seen orbs and sparks of light. And 
scratches on their body. And sorry, what was the, like, was there any super traumatic events? I know you said it was like a, okay. Because I know you said it was used for cattle, but I'm like, cattle Well, that's just the town. Cattle don't do that. Yeah, so I just wanted to list, um, before I get in some of the details of the the this more is like hauntings. as soon as people get in this is the experience yeah so get. these are mm-hmm. just the general experiences it gets so weirded out once once they say like oh i got scratched i mean i don't know yeah i don't know well because i watched a few different paranormal investigations <laughs> i just um, think back to that one. girl christina doing the bloody mary <laughs> and she's yeah told well, me the next day i don't know because i don't know because it's rough i'm just gonna keep repeating myself anyways no sorry sorry just because it reminds me but i don't think that this tv show is real haunted on netflix and they're like oh it's based on true events and one of the girls i stopped watching it it's like it's not real it's not on the reenactments come on yeah but one girl was like i woke up and i had razor blades all over me and i'm like there's no way that this happened and it did not make News. You were wearing one of those magnetic face masks to to bed. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't put your tinfoil hat on that night, sweetie. Like, I am just, like, flabbergasted. I'm like, there's no way that I did not hear about this and this actually right. be. It's so it's annoying. It's a real thing. Well, I, like, the second I knew it was fake was when uh, last season they had done, like, a, she found out that her dad was some serial killer or something and she found trinkets and she burned them and i was like no way you would fucking give them back to the fucking family that deserved to know that their fucking loved one has been you're murdered. just as bad as your dad's yeah you are just as fucking bad as him like Hello. fuck you and that's when i was like no i was like there's no way that this bitch really fucking did this if she's talking about this guilt that she felt for her dad like no way like, did I she wanna, do like i want to know how guilty you feel now how yeah no yeah like there are literally people out there that can have closure and i was just like fake fake news fake news it's so upsetting though like i love blair witch but i really hate the precedent that it's set for like oh this is based on true events yeah but they also set the president precedent for that style of I filmmaking. I still get scared looking at. That is like... That's one I haven't seen in a while. Oh, we should... I haven't seen it in a while either. We should, we should watch it. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It is just one of those that, like, no matter the time, because I had just talked well, to someone... because we walk through the woods sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I had talked to someone who had recently seen it, and they had never seen it before. Okay, it was Connor. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> he, I, he, I think it was Connor. He had said that he had never seen it before. I don't know, I spent a lot of read. And watching it, he got really freaked out. But it's just one of those, it's timeless, because who you're in the woods you're camping and you it's not any kind of stretch to find a random shed and then to get lost it's yeah. everything in there is so realistic mm-hmm. and so it's every type of fear but also at the same time like when i was a teenager i was like yes let me stumble upon that Hell when i'm yeah. walking in the fucking woods Hell like yeah. there was one house my ex-boyfriend took me to this one house that was abandoned and it literally looked like the inside it had like weird fucking handprints and being in there i did get like almost a weird energy it's I get what they mean by you feel a presence or, like, you go in there and the energy shifts. But at the same time, it's like, 
it's hard for me at the end of the day to, I guess, just, like, imagine that, like, this spirit has enough to kill me or... Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's I would not say, always that exaggerated. I would say ruin my life, but it's so easy if you were to be, like, possessed by some spirit or if you were to be haunted in a house, like, easily your life is ruined because yeah. you just go into a fucking yeah. <laughs> mental breakdown. Right. So it's... I don't know. Well, in this scenario or location, you know, it's more of the location that's haunted and everyone who has experienced more of the physical reactions like nausea or the really negative vibe or of feeling the someone stalking them, as soon as they walk out of the hospital, they feel better. Yeah. Um so it's I don't know, but it's just so hard to prove that at the yeah, end of the it day, is. it's just personal experience. It is. And after watching um, the investigations I watched, I can't. I mean, I see some of the stuff that's there, but there was no like hardcore evidence. Yeah, and even like a Skinwalker Ranch. So that documentary that I had watched about it, the guy McKinney, I believe his name is. I'm so sorry. Go back to that episode. But it's the dude that got hired by the brand new uh, billionaire Fugle or whatever to go to go do research on it. And he's like from NASA, super fucking smart. It reminds me a lot of that of like he's so skeptic, but then there's this little cave that they go into, and as soon as he goes in, he's he gets that same feeling that everyone talks about when they're on that ranch. And he is someone who is, like, from NASA, has PhDs from, like, prestigious colleges, and is just like, whoa, I'm feeling weird. And it's like... And he even got radiation sickness. Yeah, from one of the places. So it's it's crazy to think, like, it, <laughs> it just makes you wonder, like, fuck, man, how, like, what, it, what is it? Right. It, something is obviously happening that it can make you I don't know it just like reminds me so much of that it makes me scared yeah (laughs) because I was getting those feelings reading that article of like this is completely possible if yeah I mean you never know unless we want to go check it out first I want to go well it's like I want to feel that but then the second I start feeling it I'm like fuck why did I want this again but yeah I at the end of the day I would um I just haven't had proof and I feel like it's something I would want to experience before I die. Yeah, I've, I've had. I'm down. Yeah. I just don't follow me home. Don't haunt me. But yeah. I'm, yeah. We'll just do it safely. Salt. Anyways. Everything. All of the people who have experienced the physical symptoms or ailments, like being um the bad vibes being followed or scratched or the nausea as soon as they walk out of the hospital out into fresh air they feel better yeah um so i don't know and i just kind of described some of the general feelings and experiences that people have experienced because when i go through this next part about more details of the layout of the hospital and where certain feelings are experienced. I just wanted it to click, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start on the bottom floor or the basement area. 
Uh, it's actually used as a haunted house during spooky season. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I know. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's cool, but... Ooh, you probably... This is also, though, the floor that's the least... That has the least paranormal activity. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, to if there fair. are some spirits on there, you're probably pissing them off. And because of the haunted house situation, it's full of uh, props. Not, like, a whole lot of, like, physical props, but there's fake blood on all the walls with, you know, handprint smears mm-hmm. and things written on the walls. And uh, there's the different rooms. And there is medical equipment still in the hospital that is original some of it may be added for the haunted house aspect. Like, why but... do you leave that? Just for does the government be like, ooh, we just want to leave this for I shits know. and gigs to make the people of the public fucking freak right. out? Like, right? Ugh, um, throw it away. What's the point? Yeah. So besides the haunted house part uh, being open to the public, the hospital is open to paranormal investigators to investigate. Like and we, so we could say we're investigating. I don't know what like the credentials are, or what they have to be. Actually, I don't know if I would. Go yeah, I know. Us. Like Blake could come with us. I know. I'd, I yeah, get our team together. Yeah. <laughs> we could film if you want to join. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot where I was going with that point. <laughs> so above the. Above the basement, we have the first floor, which is where the main hallway is, uh, the ER hallway, and also the chapel. And so something about the chapel, I mean, obviously hospitals uh, have chapels, but at this time in the early history of the Yoakum, or the old Yoakum Community Hospital, um, there was an important figure in its history who was Father Cram, Crom, sorry. He's actually from the area of Yoakum, which this is another shout out to you, Kristen. Down the road from Yoakum is Shiner, Texas. I do love <laughs> Shiner. God. Yeah. The one day, guys. Yeah. I will give you that discount code and we will yeah, right. the Shiner we'll get goodness. Cases and, yeah. One day, like 10 years from now, they're just going to have to. They're going to get so annoyed by my incessant tweets. Yeah. One thing about Father Crom is that at a young age, 23, he contracted polio and very quickly became wheelchair bound. Oh no. Yeah, and pretty dependent on other people. Oh no. Uh, sorry. He was sent to Huth Memorial Hospital after his main caretaker passed away, which was his father. And this was in 1977. Oh. And his father died in like a an unexpected tragic accident. Father Crom didn't pass away in the hospital, so it's unsure if he really haunts it. But there are paranormal reports of uh, noises that resemble a wheelchair squeak mm. or noise or something. Mm. Father Crom passed away in 2002, so is after. The old Yoakum Hospital had already shut down and stuff, so he definitely did not pass away in there. There is, oh, so this is kind of like a fun fact about Father Crom, because there's, I don't need to like go into too much depth about him, but there is a movement currently in place to have him sanctified, which is cool. Mm-hmm. 
um, because not, well, one, not many saints are associated with the U.S. I believe there's only about 11 so far. And um, the people who are, you know, trying to make this happen definitely believe that this is a really cool thing to do and thing to represent the handicapped. So, mm-hmm. um, so as I mentioned, I think the first floor is said to have the least amount of paranormal activity, you know, usually. This leads us to the second floor, and this is where the special care unit is, as well as the nursery, and the nursery area is apparently a hot spot for energy. (laughs) This is where people usually hear children's voices, or um, I think, you know, people have seen apparitions, like little ones running around. No, you know, see, I Little orbs low to the ground. I can deal with adult, like, anything adult bring it on but as soon as we get to children i don't know i get really like icked out yeah 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 i feel that i know well i mean fortunately we don't know of any kind of tragic stories that happen to the children but we know not all everyone that is entered or put in that hospital comes out so stay tuned for our next Drunk histories, mysteries, and history. <laughs> mm. Hint, hint. Also on the second floor was the waiting room area, and it was the scene of a murder. So this is the one murder that is recorded at Yoakum Hospital. So any other deaths that occurred there are either unknown, unrecorded, or happen because of medical reasons yeah, and natural causes or it's whatever. It's weird to have a uh, murder at a hospital. <laughs> exactly. Unless it's like some sketchy shit, but mm-hmm. nurses who kill. Shout out oxygen. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we do love oxygen up in here. Yeah, oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> uh, uh, so, in 1992, a nurse was murdered by her estranged husband. Oh shit, it's yeah. always the husband. It's her name wasn't mentioned in any of the research mm-hmm. because apparently, I mean, what was said is that a lot of her family still lives in the Yoakum area um, and they believe her spirit is still in the hospital. Oh. She was apparently on the clock, obviously, and her ex stormed into the hospital in a rage. They argued for a minute and then in the waiting room area, he gunned her down. <laughs> I mean, not that it really did anything, but at least she was already in a hospital. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, the best place to be shot. (laughs) Because when it happened, I guess the other working nurses and staff immediately, in a panic, dragged her body to the ICU, but she shortly passed away afterwards. This, like I mentioned, was the one known murder that happened at the hospital damn dude the nurse's estranged husband murderer dude got sentenced 99 years good yeah and was sent to lavaca county jail but he he hung himself i'm sorry i'm laughing but i just think that's so pathetic it is so pathetic like dude just fucking rot for a little bit (laughs) appease me for a little bit (laughs) that's the least you could do 
This nurse, nurse who's murdered is said to be one of the main ghosts who haunt the hospital, of course. Yeah, she's fucking mad. <laughs> yeah, she's fucking I'd pissed. Be pissed. And then he At the same time, himself. I'd be like, I was right, though, to leave you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck You're off. fucking crazy. Uh, I would just be so mad to know in the afterlife that he got away with it so easily. Yeah. Ugh. And, of course, um, as I go floor by floor, when I mention uh, the different areas and stuff, it's not all the areas. I'm just kind of mentioning a few and yeah. the ones that kind of relate to some of the paranormal experiences. Um, but this leads us to the third floor. While the hospital is run by nuns, apparently some or all of them would live on the third floor. That's where their nurses' quarters were. And this is also the area of where the blue nun's ghost is seen most. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what's weird, though, this one you're going to be like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. There isn't any evidence on who this nun is or why she haunts the hospital, but she has been rumored by locals or whoever to be murdered and she appears in multiple forms, such as apparitions or orb forms, even sparks of light. People have seen to see her shadow or apparition, you know, from the outside through the hospital windows, as well as obviously from within the hospital. So that one I'm a little unsure about, but it is one that's like constantly brought up. Yeah. So I am. If I don't have a. I don't know, it makes for a good story, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, it's unconfirmed, but I did, while watching one of the investigation videos, I saw a YouTube comment from someone who seemed like they were kind of maybe from the Yoakum area, or their family was, and they mentioned rumors that back in the day, the hospital performed abortions illegally obviously Mm. and also mental health experiments that would explain the children yep i mean aside from all others that just died during sorry (laughs) during childbirth it's the wall that was the wall (laughs) it's the ghost Uh, yeah. So, like I said, that was unconfirmed. And do I have to um, source that? Well, actually, no, because it's I sourced. Confirmed. Well, and also the comment was on the video that I sourced. So. Yeah. Very Anyways, um, but if that, if the whole illegal abortion, underground abortion, and mental health experiment thing is true, then it definitely contributes to the vibes. I feel like. Guaranteed, if it was any type of mental health institution in the early, when was this? 19? Yeah, it opened in 1922. Yeah, early 1900s, guaranteed. Well, yeah, but also in the (sighs) videos I watched, they went kind of almost room by room on every floor and... There weren't any kind of uh, padded rooms or... But to say that they weren't abused in some kind of capacity. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's just, I think the 
Like, they didn't have a psych ward of any kind. I just think, like, the knowledge behind mental health in the 1900s was so far behind that oh, anyone, yeah. obviously, in treatment would be abused some... I don't know. It, it was just different. It, I just read way too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mental... No, no. I don't know. I'm trying to say. It's okay. So, basically, this is almost over. It's a short one. I was talking about the story, not the burp. Today, Yoakum is still small in population and remains a division point for the railroad. As I mentioned earlier, you know, the hospital, Old Yoakum, is abandoned. It is open for paranormal investigation teams to explore. Um, There's one room that has electricity in the hospital for them to set up like their base camps and stuff Mm -hmm. so they have light in that room and that's it other than that the building doesn't have working electricity air or heat yeah it's also since it's been sitting there for over i don't know like about 20 years it's full of mold and decay i wouldn't know no. Yeah, so in yeah, the investigations I watched, scared. they were all wearing face masks. And this is pre-COVID, okay? It's because of the mold. Mm. <laughs> so, that just says, you know, One, it just adds to the creepiness too. also yeah. because there's literally just mold everywhere. And um, on the third floor where the nuns' quarters is and stuff, that's where the mold is the worst, and so a lot of times people don't spend a lot of time investigating up there. Mm-hmm. So although it doesn't have a bunch of rich known tragedy to make it haunted, many investigators claim that the energy and the spirits are definitely there. It was a hospital after all. And there are many aspects that just make it creepy in general. Yeah. Just being a hospital. And you know what goes in hospital, on in a hospital is like we don't even... Especially no. at that time period. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mentioned when I was talking about the haunted house, I think about how there's props, but there's also still medical equipment laying around the hospital. So even on the second and mostly the second floor where a lot of the activity happens, uh, when you go kind of room from room, there's some of the hospital... I don't know if I should say relics or kind of like timestamps and stuff kind of placed, you know, like there's in one room, there's a hospital bed laying there with a blanket on it and an IV stand next to it. And there's like a teddy bear laying in the bed. So obviously that was placed there by the people who operate the property. So they do small things like that to kind of give it this extra creepy feel no um like there's kind of some records lying around and other medical equipment i mean i guess i get it and that's what you're paying for but yeah it's just it as soon as you start to do that i'm i just it takes away from the realness of it and it's like right right it's just because then when you start at the basement and it's like a haunted house beside i mean it's you know it doesn't have any of the it's, I, it's stripped besides the paint on the walls. Yeah, but. I guess, like, when I think of... I don't know, man. I'm such a... I really want to believe, but at the end of the day, it's just, like, I don't think that... 
I haven't had an experience enough. And when I hear this stuff, I'm just like, yeah, I guess I get it. I can understand feeling that. But at the... You just can't... Right. I don't know where I was going with this point. No, it's okay. I feel you. <laughs> I'm a little drunk now, yeah. but I think it's a crack of shit. That's just me. <laughs> Come at me, ghosties. I guess next week I will tell you now that I'm being haunted. I take it back. <laughs> uh, so, Old Yoakum Hospital. You know, if you Google, like, haunted places in Texas or whatever, it's listed as one of the more haunted places or buildings, locations in Texas. As far as Yoakum Town, today it's still pretty small. In 2018, the population was 5,944, which was less than it had in like the early 1900s at one point. Oh, wow. Yeah, it actually kind of got smaller. Wow. Um, of course, as cities grew around it, I don't know how rural it is anymore, mm-hmm. but it's still small. Um, there is an HEB, you know, a couple parks. Yeah, yeah. There's a Yoakum Heritage Museum. And I think I could get by living anywhere as long as there's an HEB near me. As long as Oh my gosh. And then, of course, the current Yoakum Community Hospital. Nice. Um, so that's Yoakum today. It doesn't seem like there's too much else, but of hmm. course it's full and rich of history. And, um, did I say History history <laughs> i think i heard history i don't know okay. I'm, i am also I slurring know. so it sounded good to me <laughs> yeah cool um so yeah it was just uh this is one that i didn't think i had heard of it's not um you know like i mentioned there's not a lot of crazy confirmed strong details but um it's definitely one of those stories and haunted locations that's out there and that's a little bit talked about and so I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I would for sure say that I would have to visit it before I could give a honest opinion. Well, guess what? We're visiting it. Guess what? Huh? Around Halloween time they offer overnight explorations and investigations for non-official paranormal teams. I'd be so down to go. 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. <laughs> I'd be down to go. I mean, I think they still do it. I don't know, like, after COVID and stuff, I don't know how, but it's Texas. They're, like, kind of back to yeah. normal, so. Well, fuck, man. Well, fuck, man. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Thank you for... I don't know. I'm still a skeptic, but I thank you for the attempt of trying. <laughs> so sorry. I felt like I had to sneeze, but then I started Right when you think COVID's over. And until next time, cheers to... Recording in person, bitch! Cheers to recording in person, bitch! And cheers <laughs> to investigating and... <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.